Welcome back to the All Things Reality Podcast, where we talk all things competitive reality TV, including Big Brother, Survivor, The Challenge, and more. My name's Champagne, and I'm joined with my co-host, Leith, and we are back again with another Challenge Double Agents Recap and Review for Episode 9. In this week's episode, we saw a trivia-based challenge, friendships falling apart, and a glimpse into the rest of the season. So, Champagne, let's get started. How did this episode start out? Talk about friendships falling apart. We got the Battle of the Ambers yet again. Amber M, you know, she's confiding in Gabby and Devin, talking about Amber B's betrayal. I mean, Amber B sent in her good friend Amber into elimination with that secret vote. Um, Amber M and Amber B, you know, Amber M straight off. She is very straightforward. She says, I don't like fake people and you're very fake. <laughs> and honestly, props to her for saying that, but they just kind of agree to just go their separate ways. And then we see later in the episode, Amber B is talking to Casey and she feels like there's this, you know, mean girls click. Kind of like in high school, where it's like Gabby and Amber M, they're getting very close, and they're creating this sort of animosity towards Amber B. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't really blame them. Uh, when Amber B kind of did it to herself, she she was playing both sides. She was playing both with the rookies, and she was playing with the, with the vets, and um, it kind of came back to bite her in this scenario. She didn't do a good job of hiding it. She just was kind of she tried to hide it she kind of just told the double agent last week oh please don't reveal that it was me who voted for uh for amber m but i just don't understand the strategy that amber b is playing because this was an opportunity for her to take matters into her own hands something that we see once again in this episode which we'll talk about but she had the opportunity to make uh, like to, to to keep those alliances tight she could have got there's people that are not with amber b why would she why she chose to go after someone who is with her and amber m doesn't really make sense to me do you know what i mean yeah and she keeps talking about these alliances and i just keep thinking to myself you know amber b you're not in big brother anymore yes it's about a social strategy social gameplay but it's not as cutthroat as in big brother you know the challenge is more going down into eliminations that's how you win it's not a vote it's not a public vote or a private vote in big brother where alliances do play a factor it's can you beat this person in an elimination because that's how you stay alive and i think she's thinking a little bit too much big brother in this alliance whereas at the end of the day you have to get your gold skull so go down there and win or don't get a gold skull Exactly, because last week you didn't know if it was going to be a guy's day or a girl's day. If it was a girl's day, had it been Nani versus Amber, Nani probably would have beaten Amber. So the fact that you were setting that up as an opportunity and just thought that as an opportunity to give Josh an easy gold skull potentially or get out a close ally of yours doesn't really make any sense. It, it why you would not want to keep the weaker allies i feel like that's the basic strategy in the challenge you should want to keep the weaker allies of yours further i feel like amber m was the perfect ally for amber b people see her as this easy layup i don't really see her as that is she the strongest competitor not really but i'm not saying she's a layup i think there could be evenly matched potentially but amber b would have a slight advantage over amber m i mean you never really know what the challenge is but why amber b chose to just do the dirty work for the big brother alliance quote unquote I don't understand why she decided to just 
go with them and just stay with the numbers per se. I agree with that. I think keep the weaker people, the rookies, because don't you want to beat them in elimination? Like, you have to get your gold skull. Wouldn't you rather have it be an easy gold skull? Um, Rather than having two big threats go against each other, don't... I mean, I don't know. I can see it both ways. No, I completely agree with you. Uh, But... Following that whole beef, uh, we went into the Jaylee challenge, which was called Interrogation. So it was a trivia challenge, which we have not seen this uh, season so far. It's really been mainly physical challenges. So uh, basically, the competitors were in two separate heats, and they were hanging over a platform. And if they got a question wrong, then they were slowly moved down one more uh, peg. And if their uh, if one of the opponents got a question right, they could throw a, a, a peg down to another competitor. So, I mean, this is an interesting challenge, but I think it was kind of unfair in a little bit of ways because the questions weren't really super fair. As we were talking, me and Champagne were talking about this earlier, like, Lolo got a question, is Washington, D.C. a state? And she got that wrong? I mean, whatever. I mean, I get the pressure of hanging up over a bunch of cold water, but, like, I feel like every American, especially the former Olympian, should know that... Washington DC is not a state is that it's the capital but it's a district and it's like but then later on it was tied up between Darrell and Nam towards the end of that first heat and Darrell had the question um two times the radius equals diameter yeah anyone could tell you that and he he got that question right and that ultimately helped him win that first heat so it's just interesting to see the different kind of questions that they ask uh, each other yeah so let's go over the first heat we had Corey, nani ct anisa Darrell, lolo devin casey and kyle and this is kind of where the alliances go in we see ct get both of his questions right and who does he sabotage kind of odd, but CT sabotages Kyle, mainly thinking Kyle and Cam, they already got their gold skull, let's sabotage Kyle. But then we see Kyle, when he got his question right, who did he sabotage? He sabotaged Corey. Why? Corey is tethered to Teresa, and Cam wants Teresa out. So we see this gameplay going on, who do I sabotage if I get the question right? Yeah, it was interesting to see how that works, because in challenges like these, you can't really hide your alliances. I mean, you kind of can, but you show who you're really against when you get those earlier questions wrong. And it's kind of interesting to see how it plays out because we saw people got upset that they kept getting pushed down. They said, oh, you put me down. People took it really personally, and it can really expose people's games. And I also thought the dropping order, let's talk about that. Anissa dropped first, and... I'm not really surprised. I don't want to, like, give all this hate to Anissa. But thinking about Anissa, I just, I love her. I don't think she's that great. I don't think she would be great in a final. And then we got Nani dropping. And then Kyle. And then CT. Then Corey. Then Casey. Then Lolo. And it came down to Darrell versus Devin. Which kind of surprised me that Devin was able to hang on that long. Um, Show that, you know, he's probably a better than we all think he is. But uh, when it came down to it, Darrell did win his heat, heat number one. And then in heat two, we had Big T, Teresa, Fessy, Gabby, Josh, Nam, Amber B, Cam, 
and Leroy. And we also see the strategy here. We see Gabby, who does she throw her votes on? Amber B. Amber B goes, if I'm gonna get one right, I'm gonna throw one right back at you, Gabby. And to think last week, they were all cool. Amber B and Gabby, they were good friends. They were in this rookie alliance. And now when they get a chance to sabotage, who do they sabotage? Each other. And that's all about strategy. That's all about gameplay. Um, but then the pecking order, um, let me see. Big T was the first to drop. Was I surprised? Not really. And she had some pretty easy questions in my opinion. She had a question about angles. In a triangle, her question was, in a triangle, all angles add up to 240. That's something that was screaming to me. I love math, but even someone who doesn't love math knows that all angles add up to 180. <laughs> I think that's pretty standard. And then Amber B dropped next, Teresa dropped next, Gabby, Josh, Leroy, Fessy, and then it comes down to Cam versus Nam, and, and what do we see? Cam is holding on to the sides. TJ reminds her, hey, don't hold on to the sides or you're going to get DQ'd. And then one last time, Cam holds on to the rails and she gets DQ'd. Therefore, Nam is the winner of Heat 2. And you know what was interesting, in my opinion, is the way they did the tiebreaker, not really the tiebreaker, but who won in the end. Because we saw it was, it was, um, it was Darrell versus Nam, and the tiebreaker was whoever held on the longest, which doesn't really make sense because we saw Darrell ended up winning, but Nam never fell. Nam dropped because he had no one else left to beat because Cam was disqualified. So how is that fair to Nam? Had he been in another heat, he could have kept going against Darrell. We don't know. So it's just kind of weird to me the way they did this tiebreaker instead of maybe having them go back up against each other like they did in the last episode. We had a challenge that lasted for 45 minutes last episode and they decided to just end this challenge pretty quickly. I don't know. I found it a little bit unfair to Nam. No, I was actually literally thinking the exact same thing because had Nam kept going, more questions would have been asked. You know, Cam didn't get... If Cam didn't get dq'd i think nam he's a beast i think he could have held on longer and i'm not even sure if it was even close or if it wasn't close but if you know if people i feel like it all went down to the heats who was able to get the questions right i don't know it, it was interesting because if nam would have held on longer cam didn't get dq'd he could easily won for sure. I completely agree. It was a super imbalanced challenge that didn't really, it wasn't set up in a way that, that found the the best winner. Maybe Darrell could have lasted longer. We don't know. Um, but maybe they did it in a way so that it, it could be not rigged, but like, you know, it's a show. So they might do something to maybe give um, Amber and Darrell that power to cause the drama that they've wanted because to push that storyline of there's that drama between Amber B and the rookies. I don't know, but it's just, it was a weird ending and I'm not a fan of Amber B. I, she was relevant for so long and now she's starting to be a snake and then she wins a challenge. And then what was so weird to me is that people were like, we're congratulating her on winning the challenge. She was like, thank you guys. Like, I'm so proud of my win. Like your win, like no, Darrell won and you were just there with, and you got free Burger King for life and $5,000 or $6,000, something crazy. Like you did literally nothing. Like, <laughs> whatever <laughs> her free her free uh whopper for life <laughs> but okay so i was a little bit disappointed in this challenge not gonna lie because 
I don't know if you know this, Lath, but last season they did a multiple choice where it was, you know, you had three answers, which one was the right answer. But before then, it was a fill in the blank. They would ask questions like, what is the official language of Australia? People would answer Dutch, like just out of the blue answers. And what made this challenge kind of underwhelming, in my opinion, was that it was a true or false. But in the same regard, it kind of made them look very dumb if they got it wrong. Because it's a 50-50 guess. Like, uh, Casey... Yeah, I don't like that format change. Yeah. That format change is weird to me because we saw that it just allowed some people to just slide by that otherwise probably wouldn't have gotten the answer right. People were guessing on easy questions and getting them right. So... I think these challenges should be put in place to give people that aren't as physically strong an upper hand. The physically fit people already have an advantage in being able to hold on longer as they get pushed down further in this challenge. So I think that a fill-in-the-blank option should be more um, more tailored towards smarter people than a f- game of chance. That's just my opinion. And I mean, in the same regards, this 50-50, it was funny because people would get it wrong, just blatantly wrong true or false lolo didn't know that (laughs) washington dc wasn't a state like what is that how do you how do you not know that i i I don't want to be too critical whatever she's an olympian i'm not a gold medalist but like come on like how how do you get that wrong i don't get it corey didn't even know what a square root was i was like come on buddy how did you not know what a square root was (laughs) and then it was like what's the square root of 196 like such an easy Mm -hmm. such an easy literally and casey didn't know that i can't remember if it was a tiger i can't remember what animal it was was vegetarian like no they are carnivores they like (laughs) it it was mind-boggling how are animals vegetarian that should have been an easy false. And also, they had a question about unicorns. Devin got was the official. Well, that was kind of a hard question, though. Yeah. I would have, I would have said false. I would have said but false too. It turned out too. to be true. I would have said false too. It... But it turned out. How is that? The... I didn't know that, that. I didn't know that fact, honestly. I would have said false too. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Some <laughs> of the questions were were very weird. But like I said, I don't think they had questions for specific people i think they just had a list of questions and they just kept going down the line yeah exactly it's just the questions were a little bit imbalanced for me and the the challenge just the way that it determined a winner was just kind of whack in my opinion so then we move into the party scene bar scene whatever you want to call it following uh the victory of Darrell um and we see them all hanging out we see Gabby Amber M and Kyle and they're talking because it's kind of assumed that people are going to be trying to get Gabby to go into an elimination uh based on what they had shown earlier in the episode we saw the rift between Gabby and Amber B uh Gabby didn't really care for what Amber B had to say uh and then of course Amber B goes and wins power her partner goes and wins power for their duo um she can actually thank Nani for that because we saw Nani and we saw Nani and Amber B talking and Nani kind of swayed um Nani was able to sway Amber B into kind of going for Teresa and trying to get Teresa down there because she was like, oh yeah, I don't want to go against someone who's beaten me in the past. I don't want to go down into an elimination against someone like that. I don't want to beat them in a, they're going to be so good in a final. She's so fit. She's so blah, blah, blah. Uh, so because she had that, it kind of deterred her away 
from putting Gabby down. And I think that's the reason that Gabby was able to make it through this episode uh, safely. Yeah, I think it was actually really great gameplay by everybody in this party scene. Gabby, Amber M, and Kyle, they think Gabby is about to be put in. You know, Amber B is in power and you got this little, you know, when they were in the challenge, they threw each other on boats. You know, they sabotaged each other. So Gabby's now thinking, who can I draw the attention on that's not going to be me? And Teresa, you know, mm-hmm. she's already been known as Toxic T, quote unquote. Um, the house is upset. So she's like, that would be an easy person to put their vote on. And Nani, great gameplay there. I think Nani, to be honest, hyped up Teresa a little bit too much. Um, Teresa's had a great season so far she's came in what two second places she's won a challenge she did great in the mini final i think she's had a great game so far but mind you before coming into this challenge her elimination record was two wins and six losses so not a great elimination record but i think nani did a good job of hyping teresa up to make her look like a giant threat when honestly in my opinion i think Casey is a big threat. I think Cam is a big threat, and I think Lolo is a great threat to be in the eliminate or in the fa- final. Yeah, I mean, props to Nani for being able to pull that off. Because like when I was watching, I was like, oh yeah, she she must be a really solid competitor from what Nani is saying. But I mean, it's it's true. Like <laughs> there are so many other huge targets in the girls that Teresa's not even like in the top like 50% of threats in the girls like honestly Gabby might even be a bigger threat than Teresa anyone would be a bigger threat than Teresa honestly maybe except for Amber M who wasn't even eligible for going into an elimination so like why they weren't going after Lolo why they were not going after Cam and why they were not going after someone like Casey it's kind of confusing to me there's such there's these huge awesome threats and it seems like they're just trying to give the gold skulls to these people I know that Amber B is in an alliance with these people and she's a part of the Big Brother Alliance but it seems like she's kind of playing more so their game uh, than her own game I completely agree with that statement and honestly if I was Amber if I was Amber B and I was in this situation where I had the power to choose to go down or not what I would have done put the house vote on Gabby why Gabby doesn't seem like a threat Gabby seems like an easy gold skull and when you get down to that elimination be hey I think I can beat Gabby in this elimination put Gabby as the house vote and then Amber B go down to elimination. That's my thought process. If I had that power, put in someone I think I can beat and then decide when I see the elimination. But they just decided to go with Teresa, try to put two big threats against each other to see what big threat would survive. And that's so dumb because Teresa is not a big threat. Like, if people were smart, they would have played the strategy you're talking about, but instead they threw down Teresa. Like, it doesn't really make any sense. She had the opportunity to either put herself down there, Amber B, had the opportunity to put herself down there and go against someone easy, or she had the opportunity to get someone that was a big threat and, as you said, put two big threats against each other. And instead, she chose neither. She chose neither of the smart strategies. Either one of those would have been sufficient. Instead, she just chose... One, to get rid of an easier person to get out and give Casey a gold skull. So I didn't really understand the philosophy going into this decision. Yes. And then when we talk about deliberation, we get in there and it's awkward. It's There's so much silent. 
Gabby's thinking in her head, I don't want to speak up because I don't want my name to be thrown around. And pretty much no one is talking at this point. Um, Teresa says something. <laughs> I think Amber M is so funny. Amber M like just puts it on the table like, hey, I'm voting for you, if you remember that or not. And then Lolo says, well, we already have our minds made up. Let's go vote. Yeah, and it, it, this was kind of a surprising scene. I don't think we've ever seen them be so straight up. And of course, Amber M, love her. She was straight up with it. She said, you know what, uh, Teresa, I'm voting you in. I don't care. Like, that is the way you do it, in my opinion. She knew she was safe. She knew what she was doing. She knew she was putting herself in with that majority who was voting Teresa in. I think that was a really smart, and it was a little bit more of a, a, a little subtle move, but I, I can appreciate that. Me too. And then when you go down to the secret vote, everybody in there is voting Teresa and Corey. I mean, besides, obviously, Teresa and Corey. Um, Amber B., you know, they get into that secret vote, and she doesn't reveal much, um, except that when they go down to elimination, she will see, do I want to go in? Do I think this is one of my strengths? Or do I just want to give Casey an easy gold skull? Um, so she's thinking, and I think this is the right strategy. Obviously, you want to be prepared for the elimination, but if it doesn't suit your strength, don't put yourself in there. I completely agree. It, it makes sense, but had she been like trying to get, um, had she had she been trying to get maybe Gabby down there, she could have beaten Gabby potentially. She's she's a bigger, longer person than Gabby, so she had the opportunity to do so. But instead, she campaigned to get Teresa to go down there. It wasn't really too surprising. It kind of seems like everyone's just doing Cam's dirty work. No one really, and they're trying to claim it as their own moves, and it's genius from what Cam is doing. She is getting everyone to do her dirty work and manipulate them in a way to think that it's their own moves, which is insane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Killer Cam. I, I think she's great. I don't see why people think she's underrated at all. I think she's great. She has an amazing elimination record, and she's just a beast when it comes to pretty much everything. Like I said, I think Cam, Casey, and Lolo are probably the biggest threats if they go into the finale those are the biggest threats i'm looking at for sure for sure but so moving in to the elimination we saw it was going to be Corey and teresa who were the house vote uh, amber and Darrell had the option to throw themselves down there but instead they decided to throw casey and leroy down there as we said uh amber was throwing casey a bone basically this was clearly a challenge that would suit her casey's a former women's football player if i'm correct and this this really suited her strength. Uh, but so the challenge we saw was called snapping point. Is basically they were pulling against each other and um, they were tethered together. Whoever was able to get three rings to three different poles was able to win the challenge. So the way you win the challenge efficiently is to pull your person all the way back while successfully pulling yourself forward um, to get your rings. And it was interesting that Casey kind of squashed Teresa. Teresa couldn't really compete with her. It was really I love I like Teresa. Teresa I love the problematic people. I say this all the time. Anyone that causes controversy is my automatically my favorite. So the fact that she was keeping the season interesting, I was really rooting for her. I think I mean Teresa couldn't even get one. She couldn't even get one. And I'm not. And honestly, Casey seemed like she was giving it her all. But if Casey, if Teresa was able to put herself in a position where she was secure enough and have Casey tire herself out, I think, I think she would have gotten to the point where this could have been, what, an hour-long elimination. Casey would have 
gassed out. She would have been tired at that point, and Teresa could have moved forward. We've seen that strategy in the past where you put yourself in a good position to tire out your comp your opponent. And Casey was lo looking a little gassed out, not going to lie, but at the end of the day, she was able to get those three on pretty easily, not going to lie. Teresa didn't seem like she put up a good enough fight to even have a chance to stay. So that was pretty much a blowout. And then um, Casey, she decides to stay with Leroy. I think this is a great, great option. I think her and Leroy are a great team together. Um, I don't see why she would switch really with anyone else. And then Amber M is no longer rogue. She is with Corey now. And let's talk about this cursed Corey. Every single time Corey gets a partner, they go home. Is this foreshadowing for Amber M? Potentially. It's interesting because as this has played out, every single partner he's had has gone home. So, and pretty quickly, what is this, fourth partner, fifth partner, something crazy like that. So it was, it, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens, but it, it's, a, it's a funny duo. I don't know how good they'll be together, but I'm excited to see how they perform in the next episode. Um, so wrapping up that episode, moving in to our thoughts and predictions. As I said, one big key takeaway from this episode is that everyone is just doing what Cam wants. I'm surprised that no one is is going against her because they're so scared Teresa was the only one to go against her and no one would get Teresa's back somehow every single person Amber M was claiming it as her move Amber B was claiming it as her move so many people were saying that they wanted Teresa in they, they that that was their move when it would have been a smarter move to scoop her up and bring her into your alliance I don't know um it seems like Cam is kind of just leading everyone leading the sheep to the slaughter if you will say uh no one can really touch her at this moment and i see her going very very far in this season absolutely and my takeaway um like i said before if i was amber b i would put in gabby someone who i think i can be i would have rallied up the votes put in gabby and then when i see that elimination put myself in that's what I would have done. That would have been considered my easy gold skull. I don't know why she didn't go with that theory because as we see in the mid-season trailer, we see a segment where she's talking about, I don't have a gold skull. Well, honey, you had your opportunity to <laughs> and you didn't take it. Yeah, makes no sense. She could have strategically maneuvered this week in a way, if she's so dominant as she likes to claim that she can m make people and move a vote in her favor why she didn't try to go for a weaker person and try to put herself down there baffles me does not make any sense to me uh, and then she has the nerve to complain that she doesn't have a gold skull the season's halfway over you're you're almost all the skulls are gone all the guys skulls are gone what two girls skulls are left one girl skull is left y your limits i mean your opportunities are fading and you kind of just are letting them pass by you and talking about this mid-season trailer i thought it was amazing i honestly am so excited i know it's just a highlight of everything but we got big t in there saying you're a liar and ct's like i didn't lie i broke a promise and then we got cam you know she's talking to kyle she says i play an honest game you don't then we got tj saying no one's competing in my final whatever big twist that is we got amber b saying i don't have a skull yet lolo's talking about <laughs> she's talking to nam she says <laughs> I want a guy who accepts me for who I am, which is, oh my god. I can't, I can't wait so to ridiculous. see what happens between them. Then we got Gabby and 
fessy with this showmance, flirtmance. I don't know what's going on. We got Leroy saying, nobody is going to be honest. We're playing a double agent game. I completely agree with that. And then we got CT versus Fessy fighting. I honestly can't wait for that. They're two big dogs. Um, then we got Gabby saying, um, you have a punchable face to Devin, which I thought was really funny because they're double agents. And then we got Nani crying at the end saying, what am I doing here? Is this foreshadowing that Nani doesn't have her chance to get a gold skull? Nani doesn't go down to elimination? I don't know. I thought it was a great mid-season trailer, um, and I can't wait for it. Yeah, this, this really got me hyped for the rest of the season. It was a really good promo at the end of the episode, and I'm super excited for all that to unfold. I'm excited to see Lolo be an emotional wreck. I'm excited to see how that Gabby Fessy thing plays out. I'm excited to see what's going on with Nani. I'm so excited for the rest of it, but uh, I believe that wraps up our episode recap for, for episode eight. Um, let us know what you thought about this episode and what your predictions are for the future. And we have a lot of content coming your way, so make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what we made so far, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts with your feedback. We love hearing from you guys. You can find me on TikTok at LOLLaith. Feel free to follow me. I know I've seen some of you commenting on my TikToks but not following me, saying this is Laith from that podcast. I love your podcast. If you love my podcast, maybe you should follow me. You don't have to, but I mean, I see that. I see that. And you can check out Champagne at All Things Reality. Um, she has more reality um, targeted content. So I, I, I guess I wouldn't be too offended if you only followed her, as long as you're following one of us, to stay updated with any new updates on our podcast. If you have any requests or comments, you can shoot us an email at allthingsrealitypodcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week with another challenge episode recap and potentially an American Idol-themed episode, which I tell you my personal experience with American Idol behind the scenes. So stay tuned for that. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.